This is The Fine Line with Joe Wiz and Ty Butler. Presented by Bet Rivers, New York's hometown sports book. Oh, this is what New York City sounds like on a Sunday morning. He's Joe Wiz. I'm Ty Butler. This is The Fine Line. And we will take you to 9 o'clock. We're at that time. Anita Marks will have her Sunday edition of the Anita Marks show from 9 to noon. But until then, it's Joe Wiz. It's me and it's you right here on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. It's great to be uh, on at a new time slot at 8 a.m. A lot of action. Hey, there's no NFL, but there's plenty of action. Uh, this is really the first real Sunday where there's no NFL and people are jonesing. And it kind of felt depressing because, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl and you do all of your preparation. But then as that game ends, you're sat with the reality that football is gone. But as you mentioned, still a lot of action. 25 NCAA basketball games today as we near the tournament. You've got the NBA All-Star game we've got some hockey i hear you got a best bet on the way so i'm looking forward to uh the next hour or so here on the show absolutely there's so much action happening today 25 college basketball games you got the daytona 500 tie there's gonna be 110,000 people there no one in new york pays attention to the daytona 500 and i'm sure but, you got some plays for us i'm sure I you thought, got it. i thought we mentioned it of course we got the uh islanders and rangers are in action we got soccer a lot of people out there thinking the real football is soccer the league league the uh, premier league you know there's a lot of action happening Happening. And of course, uh, you know we're happy to be you know be on the air with our sponsor, Bet Rivers. You know all the action. And Bet Rivers, by the way, if you go to to Bet Rivers, it's user friendly, and right now up to two hundred and fifty dollars on a bonus match on your first deposit. So uh, that's pretty cool. If you go to Bet Rivers, you can hit me on Twitter at Ty D Butler. He's at Joe with Sports. Also on Instagram, Ty D Butler and Joe with Sports. So Joe, uh, we figured that there are not a new uh, lots of new gamblers out there who might not be all that familiar with some of the terminology. You get money lines, you get parlays, you get four legs, you get over-unders. So uh, can we uh, uh, you know, start with going over some of these terms just to get people more familiar with you know, how to go about betting these games? Absolutely, Ty. You know, sports betting is uh, now legal in the state of New York for a little bit over a month. And uh, a lot of the new people, there's a lot of new people on there. And, you know, I tell people, you know, tr- you know, sport people think it's easy, but it really isn't. Um, you know, you, it, if you can hit 65 percent, that's considered a tremendous success. And there are some ups and downs just like there are in sports, you know, no matter what team you have. And there's a lot of terminology out there that people are not familiar with. And, you know, we could spend a whole hour talking about it, but I know we'll give a few minutes to it just for the novice out there. So anyone out there that wants to know about sports betting has a simple question like what a total is, okay? Let's get to that, like a total. It's a combined score of two teams, okay? Um, So you have two teams playing, for instance, the NBA All-Star game today, which takes place tonight. We'll touch base on that. The total game is at 320. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. But last year, the final score was 170 to 150. (laughs) It landed right on 320. (laughs) And the line at Bet Rivers right now has a line at 320, 21. It's been moving up a little bit. Uh, so there's simple things just like talking about uh, a total. That's just a combined score of both games. Another term is side. A side, it sounds simple, but it's either you pick one side or you pick the other side. That's what side means. So I, I was talking to the guys in the studio before the show, and they say the first debate that you and Joe have, Brian says, uh, Ty, I'm going to take you at minus 350. Well, what would minus 350 mean if Brian's taking me at minus 350? Well, basically, if you're putting up 350, you're playing a big, big favorite, which I so I would stay. be the I would be the heavy favorite in that debate. 100%. You would be minus 350, so you'd be putting up 350 to make $100, okay? So it's generally not a good investment whenever you're making a big favorite. And that's what the problem is. A lot of the people that are making wages out there, they gravitate towards big favorites. 
favorites. They like to play their favorite team. They like to bet with emotion. And, you know, I tell people, hey, treat this more as an investment, not gambling. Because you work hard for your money, right? Yeah. So you don't want to sit out there and just go. And the, the people always think they're going to go out there and make five, six, seven, eight bets in one day. I try and tell them, keep it down to maybe two or three at the most in any given day. Because the more games you bet, the less likely you are to win. And then you put it in a parlay, meaning you put multiple teams in that in that bet. Absolutely. Whenever you bet a game, you have a 50-50 chance of winning. One team has to win, one team has to lose, okay? Then when you do a parlay, and those of you that are not familiar with a parlay, a parlay would be when you combine more than one team and you get a bigger return on your investment. So let's just say, for instance, you had a two-team parlay. That means you can bet two teams, okay? Both of them have to win. Now, if you bet 100, you get back two and a half to one. So if you put up $100, you would get back $250. So sounds good. And then you have a three-team parlay and the return on investment goes higher, but your risk becomes higher as well. I generally like to stay away from parlays. I don't like to use them all the time. Once in a while, I'll recommend them. But generally, betting straight bets, I feel, is the best strategy when you're going to uh, making a, a sports bet. But I think people just feel like they could get more value uh, in a parlay just because you put less mo- you put less money down. Well, that's true. You get le- you get a better value, but you're also getting a bigger risk. So yeah. you have to you know you want to minimize your risk and maximize your reward. So to me, when you're betting a game, uh, your best chances are. Uh, 50%, just one team has to win and one team has to lose. And hopefully with a little bit of education, if you do some research or if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Joe with Sports, I put that stuff out there. You know, we put picks out and we try and educate people. And people have to learn that this is not an easy task. It's very difficult. I've been doing this for over 20 years. I made the biggest legal bet in the state of New Jersey when they legaled it a few years ago. And of course now uh, we're in New York and I get a lot of new people that call me up and say, hey Joe, what is this? What's a lot? Bet. And that's another thing, Ty, that's great with uh, with the legal sports betting because legal live betting now, if you're watching a game and you're at home, you have your app right in front of you. If you want to bet a game while it's in progress, you see one of your players got hurt, you can make a live bet and make a hedge bet if you feel that you're not going to win that game. By the way, last, what was that, Wednesday night, Lakers down seven in the fourth quarter against Utah. No Anthony Davis put that live bet in, the 25 to win 200. Uh, thank God to uh, LeBron James, the greatest player of all time, won me some money this past Wednesday. So well, well, that's that, a live that, bet for you. That's a little bit of a debate if he's the greatest player of all time here. You know, <laughs> Mr. Jordan might have something to say about that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, live bet's interesting because that's, that. like I said, sometimes you could take advantage of it. I know you're an avid Laker fan. So in a situation like Davis getting hurt and all of a sudden the odds increase with the Jazz because they feel that, you know, without Davis, the Lakers had no shot in that game. And, you know, quite frankly, but right then and there, you made a live impulse bet and you got a good return. What did you bet, 25 and got back what? Uh, it was 25 to win two. 200, I believe. That's a pretty good investment. Now, the only thing I tell people with live betting, make sure you're watching the game because yeah, people will course. be there. People will be making live bets on their phones without even watching the game. Uh, that's a very risky proposition. You have to get a feel for the game and know what's happening during the game to make the live bet. And of course, you know, live betting is very uh, complicated because you have to know all the players and who's playing and who's not. Um, with me, um, I don't like live betting that much myself because watching there's so many games. For instance, yesterday there was 144 college basketball games. So it's hard to be able to keep track of a lot of the games. There's so many of them moving all at one time. And with the tournament starting in just a few weeks, you know, I try and narrow it down and I like to see what the house position is and uh, ride the house money. So we're going to get to the tournament just because I I find it so fascinating. And, you know, with gambling now being legal in New York 
It's not just filling out a bracket. It's now picking teams on the money line and against the spread. And I, I want to get your thoughts also on like how difficult it is to navigate knowing that there will be upsets. Because sometimes people, when putting a bracket together, are, are choosing games based on just the idea of it being up an upset and not really feeling that that game is going to go in that direction. You're just saying, you know what, I, I, I know who the better team is. I just feel like I need to fill out a, a, a bracket filled with upsets. So how is that going to ultimately affect the spread and the money line and how you fill out your bracket? Yeah, and that's another term that, you know, to get back to this terminology, the money line. So another term that people want to know about. You can bet a team without the spread. Uh, Mattress Mac, for instance, made a $4 million bet in the Super Bowl, yeah. and he lost because he had the Ram, he had the he had, he had the Bengals, but he had them on the money line. Ooh. So he bet like $4 million to make $7 million. I know it sounds like an enormous amount. It is. So, but in my case... That's the type know, of money that you're rolling Yeah, with. in my case, I had, uh, I had a thousand bucks on, uh, on Cincinnati plus the four. So Mattress Mac... won. Mac, of course. I had the... But I took the four. Money line bet, if you're betting a favorite, you're not going to make as much, you're going to have to risk more. Uh, however, if you're playing an underdog, like uh, say you took Cincinnati, uh, you would, the, if, if they Cincinnati would have beaten the Rams, you would have gotten back almost plus 180. Uh, you would have put up 100 and make back 180. So sometimes those money line bets are tricky. But with the NCAA tournament, a lot of the teams bet with emotion. Uh, they bet their favorite team, and you have to be very careful with that. Um, there's a tremendous amount of upsets during the NCAA tournament. Right now, Gonzaga is uh, the number one team in the nation. And uh, last year they got they went there and lost to Baylor. And uh, you know, look at what happened to uh, Auburn yesterday. I, yeah. I, t- I talked about it on my We're Saturday get show. To that game, yeah. uh, yep, Auburn got knocked off by the Florida Gators. Someone Florida. on this show predicted that. That is correct, right on the fine line. And we talked about it yesterday. I says that uh, Florida needed a statement game. Some of these teams. That's what I like about college sports. Uh, you know, because Ty, when you have teams like in the NBA, some of these players just take off. You know, they don't. They they got the hundred million dollars in the bank, and whether they don't play one game. Or, you know, I have to look every day at the starting lineup, game time decision. In college basketball, very rarely do players get scratched. They play. These kids are playing for a contract. They're playing for an opportunity to get to the next level. So I like it because they, uh, you always get 100% effort, unlike the NBA players. Speaking of 100% effort, that's what we're going to get next segment because I hear there are six games uh, that you're looking at on this NCAA slate this afternoon. So I'm excited about that. You have your best bet coming up as well. Uh, we're still going to get to the NBA All-Star game, the over-unders at 320. I know a lot of people are like, wow, that's that's a huge number. But there's a lot of scoring in that exhibition game before it gets competitive in the final five minutes. We'll touch on uh, some future bets in the NBA as well. Uh, title lines, Coach of the Year, MVP. So a whole lot coming up. It's the fine line with Joe Wiz and Ty Butler right here on 98.7 ESPN. Fine line, Joe Wiz, Ty Butler on a Sunday morning here in New York City. We're going until 9 a.m. You can hit us up on Twitter at Ty D. Butler, at Joe Wiz Sports. You can hit us up on the phone. We invite you to join the conversation that way at 800-919-3776. You need some betting advice. You need some plays for today. We have a financial expert right here in the building. It's your first time here in the studio, Joe. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when you come into uh, Manhattan and uh, driving in from Hoboken, I didn't know if it was going to take me 15 minutes or two hours, but got in here with no problem uh, coming in so early in the morning, but I'm happy to be here. My least favorite part about a morning commute is when you run into this random 
you know, one lane closure on the 59th Street Bridge that like, I'm sure there's a, a logical explanation for it. But for me and my selfish ways, I'm driving. I want to get here in 20 minutes what I'm used to. And it takes me 30 minutes to get into the studio. So I don't, I don't like those uh, random closures on highways. And guess what? If there's an accident there, I might be doing the show by myself because you wouldn't have made it here in time. Because <laughs> one accident will shut down that whole bridge. One accident will <laughs> shut down a whole bridge. All right. So I mentioned six games. The two games uh, at the top, I just want to recap from yesterday. Uh, number two, Auburn, and you predicted this, Joe. Uh, you had Florida going out and winning this game against number two, Auburn. 63-62 was the final score. How about this for Florida? Their first win over an AP number two team in program history. Wow. Yeah, I mean, take a look at the Auburn Tigers. They're a legitimate number, you know, the number two team in the country. But I felt talking about this game here, I knew the Florida Gators needed a statement win. And they had a great one of the guys, uh, Appleby, had a great game yesterday. Um, and I knew the Florida was going to come to play. They were getting four and a half. So we talk about money line, tie. I got some good, good, good return on investment there. So you bet 100, you got back almost 200 because I took the Gators to win the game outright and I took the five points. It was four and a half and five. So I talked to about it on Anita's show as well. Um, so I, I was happy to get the dog. I took the spread, um, and I took the money line. So I won, uh, cashed in two times with that game. I was just going to ask you, if you feel real like sh- conviction about a game, uh, particularly when a spread is like that, four and a half points, are you more inclined to go both money line and spread? Or do you just take your chances, go money line, and you know, hope for the best? I'm always looking for the best value, and the best value is to get a line. And regardless of whatever I feel is going to happen, I still want to have those points. It's like having insurance with your car. You never expect to get rear-ended when you're at a red light, but it happens. So same thing when you're in making a sports bet. You, I always tell people, get the best line. Don't get burnt by the hook. It's always important. We shop around gasoline. Hey, it's $4 a gallon. Pretty soon it's going to be five dollars a gallon. As soon as Russia invades Ukraine uh, the next day or two, when that goes to five dollars a gallon, we're going to you and me are going to both be shopping around looking for that four dollars a gallon. Same thing when it comes to sports betting. You want to find the best line, so you got to shop around, see who has the best lines out there, and of course you know BetRivers.com, who sponsors the show here. You can get a two hundred fifty dollar match deposit tie. So all things like that. I always tell people shop around, make sure you get the best line, and uh, with the Florida Gators, I took the four and a half, and I made a side bet with the money line. Um, so I, took, I made two bets, but I'm always looking to take the points. And make sure you guys head to Bet Rivers. That, that up to $250, they'll match your offer. Uh, that's a pretty cool special right there. Uh, the second game I wanted to mention before we get to today's slate was number four, Kentucky. They were staring at their second consecutive loss. They had uh, fallen to Tennessee earlier this week, but they rallied back to beat number 25, Alabama. 90-81 to 81 was the final score. But as far as today's slate, uh, Joe, Michigan-Wisconsin, I know this game is uh, intriguing you right now. The Wolverines, just 4-6 and six on the road. Their offense has lacked some consistency, but they have won three of their last four games. Meanwhile, the Badgers, pretty good on defense. Uh, how are you playing this game? What is your inclination? If we take a look at the spread on Bet Rivers, Wisconsin, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home over the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, they're playing in Madison at the, uh, the Kohler Center here. Uh, Michigan just has a record of 14 and 10, and a 9 and 15 against the spread. Uh, they're coming off a big road win tie. Uh, they beat um, Iowa on Thursday. It's not easy to win. Um, they won 84 to 79. On the other hand, Wisconsin 
15th team in the country right now. They're 20-5. and five. Nobody's talking about this team. They're 14-11. and 11. Um, They just beat uh, one at Indiana 74-69 on Tuesday here. They got one of the best players in college basketball, Johnny Davis. Write that name down. Maybe the Knicks can get him because they're going to need him. Uh, Johnny Davis. <laughs> the Knicks could the... <laughs> use you right now. <laughs> they can use anybody. Uh, but we'll talk about that a bit later. But Johnny Davis, uh, he's a scoring machine, a sophomore guard averaging 20 points per game. Interesting stat, I'll tell you. Wisconsin, the fewest amount of turnovers in the country. They only have 8.6 turnovers per game. That's the fewest amount in the entire country. So they very rarely turn over the ball. Michigan won both games last year. Um, I think Wisconsin is the better team here. The line is at 2.5. Um, uh, I'm not going to lay the 2.5. I'm going to do the money line. I'm, 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 I'm looking for good value here. So I'm expecting a tight, low-scoring game here. 2.5 might be an issue. So I'd rather take the spread here and just call an outright winner with the bad on the money line. You could get the money line at minus 155, but you just brought up a good point. I want to ask you about this. If Are you looking at a, a game that's low-scoring and a spread like that and saying, I, I, if if it's a low-scoring game, are you just more inclined to take the money line just because you feel like it's going to be a dogfight until the end? Well, generally speaking, if it's a low-scoring game, you know you want to play a dog. Uh, you know if it's a bigger if it's a bigger spread. Here, the lines at two and a half, so it's generally a low line. So normally, when the lines less than two points, um, normally when the lines less than two, I'll usually just do the I'll just do the money line. I won't even mess with the spread. Uh, that's a that's a tough one right there. I don't know. On the surface, you're looking at Wisconsin. They should be able to win this game by three points, shouldn't they? But Joe says take the money line. That's at minus 155. Let's move on to Memphis at SMU. Uh, the Mustangs hosting the Tigers today in an AAC showdown. MS, uh, SMU beat the Tigers in Memphis uh, last month. 70-62 to was the final score. How are you playing this game, Joe? Yeah, you mentioned that. that ironically, Ty, you mentioned that Memphis had lost. But guess what? That's the last time they lost the game. They've won six in a row since then. They've been rolling, okay, and uh, they won at Cincinnati recently, and they also beat the uh, uh, a, uh, AAC conference leaders in Houston. They beat them 69 to 59. They've also had road wins at Tulsa, uh, Wichita State, and Virginia Tech. SMU Mustangs come in with a record of 18 and six. They're just 12 and 12 against the spread, and they lost Wednesday night to Temple. All right, and they were favored by five on the road. They lost that game 64 to 57 here, and uh, you know. Penny Hardaway has his team playing really well. They're road warriors, okay? This is their third straight road game. I normally don't like laying points on the road here. I think that Memphis gets revenge here. They're the better team right now. They're hot. And, you know, people ask me, hey, when you do you ride a team that's hot? Absolutely. You want to be there when on a good running streak right now. Uh, and they haven't lost. They're looking for revenge. And winning six in a row and impressive wins against Cincinnati and at Houston, I think they'll get revenge against SMU and knock them off. I'm laying the three on the road there, Ty. Oh, three points. So right now, Bet Rivers has it as two and a half points, which means you you love that. Absolutely. I think Memphis gets revenge here. They've won six in a row, and like I said, the last loss was at uh, was at home to SMU, so I'm looking for them to go to the Moody Center in SMU and knock them off. All right, before we get to your best bet, which I'm excited about, uh, let's go to Washington State uh, USC, the number 17 Trojans aim to extend their four-game home winning streak when they host the Washington State Cougars today. That will be a 7:30 tip tonight. Uh, how are you playing this game? Where, where, what are you looking at? Give me some keys to this matchup. Yeah, you mentioned the line. At I should Bet mention Rivers. USC is uh, favored by six points at home today. Yep, that's the line at Bet Rivers, um, and the totals at 133 and a half. Uh, Washington State comes in with a record of 14 and 11, and uh, these two teams met early in the season back in December. They met. 
December 4th. USC won the game, barely tied. They won 63-61. to And I'm going to tell you, sometimes you don't have to play the game. You could take a look at a total in a basketball game. And uh, last yesterday, when I was on Anita's show, I gave it a total, which won as well, in the Fresno-San Diego State game. I said that total would go under, and it did. And I think this game's going to go under. The total here is at 133.5, okay? Um, nine of the last 11 games that Washington State have played have gone under the total, okay? And uh, USC has dominated the series here. Uh, they're 7-1 and one against the spread last eight, but um, they also go under. They uh, just have 12 overs this year and 14 unders. And uh, Washington State, tie. Just eight overs and 16 unders. Every game they play practically goes over, okay? So take a look at the total game here at 133.5. Expect it to go under the total. You don't have to mess with the game sometimes if you have a strong conviction about the total. And again, those of you that are new listening, the total is the combined score for both teams. So as long as it goes under 133.5 for both teams combined, you have money in the bank when you wake up Monday morning. Both USC and Washington State just surrendering 63 points per game to their uh, opposing or to their opposition. So uh, if you believe in the math as far as that's concerned, then like Joe Wiz, go under. That would be under 132.5. And right now, Bet Rivers has that as minus 112. All right, Joe, it's time to get to your best bet. Best bets brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. We're looking at uh, a fascinating matchup today, especially here locally, where you have Rutgers at 16 and 9, 10 and 5 in conference play, taking on number five, Purdue. Uh, they come in at 23 and 4, 12 and 4 in conference play. That is a 5.30 tip. Give it to me, Joe. Yeah, when you take a look at it here, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, um, they've done nothing but win in the Big Ten. I mean, they're coming off of a win against Illinois, and you saw what Illinois did to Michigan State. They went to East Lansing yesterday and beat, and it's never easy to beat Tom Izzo. Yeah. All right, and Izzo was coming off of a loss as well. Not only did they beat Illinois, they won at Wisconsin. They beat them 73-65, and Wisconsin's ranked number 15th in the country. They beat Ohio State. They beat Wisconsin. Hey, by the way, right, they also beat Purdue. They beat them earlier in the season, December 9th. They beat them 70-68, to and that's when Purdue was ranked Number one in the country, and they quickly fell that was a buzzer the number beater, one ranking. If I remember correctly, that that happened right at the buzzer. Yes, it was a buzzer beater here. And Purdue right now they're uh, twenty three and four tie, right? But they're just thirteen and thirteen against the spread. So five hundred against the spread here. And last Sunday they played Maryland, and nobody was paying attention to the game because everybody was worried about the Rams and uh, and the Bengals. But they were giving up. <laughs> that was se- a pretty big game. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> sixteen points. They were favored by sixteen tie. They won the game by one point, sixty two to sixty one. And then he beat Northwestern early in the week, 70 to 64 here. Um, they're the sixth best scoring team in the nation. So, Ty, here's the deal here. The line in this game at BetRivers.com has Purdue favored by 12, and the total's at 139. Rutgers right now has the number one scoring defense in the Big Ten. There's allowing just 65 points per game. And as I mentioned, Purdue likes is the sixth highest scoring team in the nation. So something has to give. I'm expecting it to be a low-scoring game and not get into a high-scoring game. If Rutgers can keep the tempo low, I think they have a chance to uh, get the cover here. I'm not going to call for the outright upset. I was going to say, that's a, that's a juicy number, plus 600. I've done it in the past. I've done it in the past. But I'm going to take the 12 points here, uh, and I think that Rutgers has a legitimate shot. They have some good players here, and Ron Harper Jr., and uh, Clifford Amore, and Paul Mulcahy here. And Rutgers, the reason why they win these games is because of their defense, just allowing 65 points per game in the conference. And if this is a low-scoring game, which I gen- I think that Rutgers can control the tempo here, I think that the Scarlet Knights have a chance to uh, get the cover. And who knows? Maybe they'll pull the upset like uh, Florida did yesterday. But winning it at the Mackey Arena in West Lafayette is not going to be easy here. But uh, we're rooting for the Scarlet Knights because we don't have many 
many uh, local teams in the NCAA tournament we that are, other than UConn, uh, uh, maybe Seton Hall. We don't. Shout out to Dan Gross. I root for your Rutgers uh, basketball team today. You mentioned that win 70-68 to 68, uh, over Purdue the last time they faced each other. How about this? Purdue's dropped its last four meetings with Rutgers. You take a look at the Big Ten, it's, it is going to be a fascinating finish. Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa, all separated by just three games in the loss column in conference play as we gear uh, ahead for the NCAA tournament. So that should be a fascinating uh, roundup, and we will continue to keep our eyes uh, on the action as we uh, get to the March Madness. Uh, but coming up, we will talk about the NBA. We had the skills competition, the three-point shootout. How about that? Obi Toppin winning the dunk contest. The Knicks, they finally win. The yeah. losing streak is over. That's we will talk bet. about some future bets, <laughs> MVP odds, Coach of the Year odds, who is going to win the Eastern Conference, who is going to win the Western Conference, who is going to win the title. I think I'm wearing uh, some some sweatpants of the team that might win the championship this year. We'll talk about that coming up. It's Ty Butler, Joe Wiz, right here on 9870 ESPN. How about you hit us up on Twitter? Ty D. Butler, Joe Wiz Sports, and Instagram as well. Ty D. Butler, Joe Wiz Sports. We also invite you to join the conversation on the phone at 800-919-3776 if you have uh, questions about games and how you want to play them today. Uh, Joe, so last night... The NBA All-Star Saturday night festivities unfolded. We saw Carl Anthony Towns, who at plus 1,200, won the three-point contest. He beat out the likes of Trey Young, who I may or may not have had money on, and Luke Kennard, who were, who came in as the favorites to win the contest. But it was Carl Anthony Towns. Nice moment for him. We know, you know all of that happened with him and his family during the COVID situation. Uh, he lost his mom. So it was nice to see him go out there, put a smile on his face, and, and win the three-point shootout as a center. He calls himself the, the best shooting uh, big of all time. Dirk Nowitzki might have something to say about that, but uh, congratulations to Carl Anthony Towns. Absolutely, and it just goes to show you that you could get uh, a good return um, on your investment here because there are, you know, nobody expected Carl Anthony Towns to win the three-point shootout, no. but things happen. He's uh, from New Jersey as well, too, so Carl Anthony Towns is a, a New Jersey native guy. So, uh, you know, congratulations to him. And, uh, you know, there's, gonna, there's certainly opportunities, and that's why when we talk about future bets, okay, because... A lot of people out there that are new to sports betting, a future bet. If you don't like betting every day, but you want to bet your favorite team to win the tournament, most people like to bet futures with the hopefully the upcoming baseball season. Uh, you know, going to bet that or the NBA. We only have two months left. Hey, who's going to win the NBA championship? You could bet your favorite hockey team who's going to go. So you don't have to have action every day. You could put one bet in, Ty, and, and you get there. better value in in theory because it's you know ahead of time. Hundred percent. I mean, there's great value on anything when. Whenever you bet a futures bet, there's no overwhelming favorite to win. Because so much title. can happen. Exactly. Um, so whenever you have a chance, you know, taking a future bet, for those of you that are new to sports betting, if you just want to go and make a simple bet and you want to bet your favorite team, if you want to bet the uh, Rangers to win the Stanley Cup, or like it says, uh, you know, the Brooklyn Nets are still one of the top teams up there. Even in the Brooklyn Nets, you know, there's so much uncertainty around them. You're going to get plus 600 with them, um, and some people feel they are still the best team. So I wanted to mention that because I believe it is the first time since the beginning of last season when we had Durant 
and Kyrie, and then ultimately the Nets traded for Harden. It's the first time the Nets aren't the odds-on favorites to win the NBA championship. Right now, if you go to Bet Rivers, they'll match up to $250 on your first deposit. You'll also see for futures title odds that it is uh, the Suns and the Warriors— tied for the best odds at plus 400 to win the NBA championship. What does that mean? It means that they are picking either the Suns or the Warriors to win the title. The and in theory it's going to be these uh these teams slotted as number 1 and 2 in the Western Conference. They'll meet in the Western Conference Finals and they're telling you the winner of the Western Conference Finals will go on to win the title. So you get the Suns and Warriors at plus 400 followed by the Nets at plus 600. Sixers and Bucks at plus 700, and then you have to go all the way down to plus 3,000 to find my Los Angeles Lakers, but not to be outdone by the New York Knicks to win the championship. How about this? Plus 50,000. Yes, the Knicks uh, are a major disappointment, but getting back to the NBA championship, the odds, you have Phoenix at plus 400, Golden State at plus 400. Now, only one of those teams obviously can make it out of the West. Um, you know, you have Phoenix that comes in with a record of 48 and 10, uh, Golden State at 42 and 17. Um, but, you know, if you want to take a shot with another team out West, how about a team like the Utah Jazz? The Utah Jazz were hit up by injuries. They just lost Joe Ingles. Uh, he, he was traded. Uh, he, he got hurt and then he got traded. That's right, but they're plus seventeen hundred. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying if you wanted to take a shot, obviously the safe bet would go with Phoenix, uh, Golden State. Forget about your Laker team. They, they they'll be lucky if they make the. I don't know, here. man. Listen, what, you what get are a the health... Lakers going to do? They're twenty seven and thirty one. Anthony Davis is so fragile. Every time he steps on a court, you don't know what's going to happen. Listen, with the last time we see Anthony Davis healthy in the playoffs, the Lakers were up two one on the Suns last year, who went to the finals. And I will go to my grave believing that if he doesn't get hurt, the Lakers at at the very least, get to the finals last year. But they're plus 3,000. Anytime you got LeBron James, uh, you can't tell me you have no chance to win a championship. I've seen that guy go to 10 straight NBA finals when he was healthy. So I see plus 3,000. I might have to sprinkle some money on that. Um, I would tell you to save your money for something else, Ty. Maybe go to the Eastern Conference and make a bet on your on the Brooklyn Nets here at plus I like 600. That. All right, but I don't like Brooklyn. I know everyone really because only there's so much uncertainty about them. Okay, you make Brooklyn's plus 600 right now. Okay, how do you know what Simmons is going to do when he comes back? Simmons was a head case in Philly. Now the New York fans aren't. I mean, any when better. he played, he was an All Star caliber point guard. Uh, he got to the playoffs and lost you know, his confidence. Lost his confidence, and then he didn't. He didn't like that there was no uh, backing from him from the head coach publicly, and he felt like there was some issues with Embiid. And all of a sudden, you know that relationship deteriorated. But when he's on the floor, he's still one of the best players in the league. He is, but here's the deal. You're making a bet on Brooklyn plus 600 that somehow they're going to lift the COVID vaccination rule in New York. Well, Silver spoke about that yesterday, and he said it it sounds like, and he doesn't have any inside information because he hasn't spoken directly to um, Mayor Adams, he said. But he says when you look at the numbers and everything transpiring across the country, uh, protocols being lifted and, you know, massaged to some degree— uh, he sounds like he's confident that at some point Kyrie Irving will be able to play in both home and away games devoid of uh, having a vaccination card. And I agree with him. I think that's going to happen because it's embarrassing that visitors that aren't vaccinated come, no couldn't come to the Barclays Center and play, but Irving can't. Irving's, though, is, you know, he's a bit of a bit of a distraction. They got rid of him in Boston. <laughs> you just don't know what you're to expect from him. He's a great player, but you don't know what kind of yeah. effort you're going to get from him. So there's some question marks around the Brooklyn Nets. We both agree on that. Yes. What's the status of KD? We don't know 
don't know how. You know, it seems like if anybody steps on his toe, he's out for three weeks. But when right? he's on the court, he's the best player in the league. 100%. But he's very fragile. And I don't even know how he got that other injury. So, but KD uh, is a great player. But, you know, I'd rather take a shot with the Milwaukee Bucks, who are starting to play better. They've had some issues. But, you know, when you got Giannis uh, and you got the defending champs here and they're starting to play better, you're getting them a plus 700. Yeah, I'm shocked by that. I'm and, shocked and, that they have them tied with the Sixers. You're right. And the Sixers, are, so to me, I think a safer bet because there's just too many intangible. The inten- You have to put like an asterisk next to the Brooklyn Nets. If uh, What's Simmons going to react like? Is KD going to be healthy? Yeah, if they're all healthy and they all play the way they're supposed to, Brooklyn should come out of the East and maybe win it all. I think that might be my favorite bet. Not, not because I'm picking them to represent the East because I think fully healthy – with Kyrie Simmons and, and KD, I think that's the best team in the Eastern Conference. But if I can get the defending champions with Giannis, who is right now at worst third in the MVP voting, he's giving you 29, 11, and 6 uh, on 61% shooting from two, uh, and he, he's a, a world-class defender. If I can get him and the defending champions at plus 700 to win the title, I feel like I have to throw money on that. Yeah, and that's my pick to come out of the East is the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I'm, to come out of the East, they're plus yeah. 300. To win the title, they're plus 700. Yeah, plus 700. I'm picking them to come to to, uh, to win it all. Again, repeat. Um, they did it. They knocked off Phoenix last year. Um, and, you know, anything's possible here. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the uh, with Paul. He's older. And he was, he was a little bit exposed in that, in that finals. He got, yeah, he got you know, hurt. Yeah, and he wasn't 100%. And, you know, his age caught up to him. And I think, like I says, you know, getting a shot there. So that's the unique thing about making future bets here. So if you don't want to bet every day, you can make a future bet. Hey, if you want to bet who's going to win the NBA championship, uh, upcoming baseball season, if it gets started, you can do that. Uh, you have so many opportunities to make wagers at Bet Rivers. And by the way, that $250 match, some people ask me, what does that mean? Well, guess what? If you go to BetRivers.com and you put $250 today right now in your account, uh, you click your phone and you refresh, you got $500 in your account. There That's you what a match deposit is. So it's a $250 match deposit at Bet River. So if you put 250 in there and you refresh your phone within 10 seconds, you'll have 500 in your account. So it's a pretty good bonus uh, and a tremendous amount of opportunities to make bets. It also means that if you put the 250 on the Lakers title lines, you'll get $750,000 return on investment. See, you know, we talk about not betting on emotion, not betting your favorite <laughs> team, but you just fell into the trap there. I mean, listen, I wish you well with the Lakers a plus 3,000. It's a very ambitious move, but Russell, Russell Westbrook is not, is not a good fit. We know that no, for the Lakers. No, it was never a good trade it never no. made sense i was like when they got him i'm like wait a minute here. who's gonna who's gonna shoot the ball i mean yeah you, he's just too much of a ball hog. he's a driving kick guy lebron here here's the thing if you watch lebron he's in year 19 if you've watched him at his apex if he's the best shooter on the floor on the on the team then you're not a very good basketball team and lebron's not a bad three-point shooter he just can't be the best one uh because he needs guys to drive and kick it out to uh before we get to a break i, I want to throw this at you real quick there are going to be some odds we're looking at Maybe in a year or two or so, because LeBron talked at the All-Star game about the door not being closed on a potential return back to Cleveland. But he also mentioned that he wants to play with his son, uh, who's in high school right now, who's not eligible to play for another two years. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Bet Rivers is going to have for the uh, odds of well, who drafts Bronny and where LeBron ends up. So that's going to be fun to pay attention to in the next couple of years or so. 
I, I listened to you, Joe. I took the Bengals plus four and a half. I also teased them. That's another term. I teased them to plus ten and a half. Uh, what can you tell us about teasing? Yeah, teasing is basically when you uh, add or subtract points to a specific matchup. Let's go back to the Super Bowl because most people just can relate to that. It's much easier. So, for instance, those of you that felt that Cincinnati Bengals, um, if you wanted to get more than four points with them, you could do a two-team uh, two teaser and they take Cincinnati Bengals uh, plus 10 instead of plus the four. You didn't need it, but you could have taken them plus the 10. And the total, you could adjust it. The total of the game was at 48. So you could have added or subtracted. So if you did a two team teaser, you took Cincinnati and you bet the under and you pushed the total up, you won You, you won that as well. Uh, push the total down. So you could bet it either way. So the total was a 48. And if you bet it down, uh, subtract six points from the 48, you would have had the 42. And you could have bet the uh, Cincinnati in the over. Because I know, I know a lot of people bet the over in the Super Bowl, yeah. um, but if you had the teaser, you could have won that. So teaser is basically when you add or subtract points. You can add six points to your team, or you sub subtract uh, six. But remember, when you bet a teaser, you have to win both bets. So it sounds easy. There's three team teasers, and you can add ten points. But the more points you add, and the more games you bet, the less likely you are to win. I always tell people it's like crossing the street in Manhattan. You know, you want to get across the street before one of those cab drivers or Uber drivers <laughs> run you over because it is really dangerous. So you got to run across the street. Yeah. So when you're making your bet, bet conservatively, bet smart. Okay, nobody's too big. Don't ever think you're bigger than the game because you're not. Okay, so whether you bet fifty dollars a game or fifty dimes, a dime is in ter gambling terminology is a thousand. So whether you bet fifty dollars a game die or a dime, which is a thousand. Bet with whatever you're comfortable with. Don't let don't uh, you know let anybody intimidate you and bet more than what you're comfortable betting. Because people think, oh, I have a sure bet. I'm going to bet my mortgage on it this week. Don't do it. Yeah, I that tell doesn't people, sound like a great idea. You should have you Betting should bet recreational. Mortgage. It should be recreational for you. Um, I tell people to treat it as an investment, but be smart with your money. Okay, you work hard for it, and uh, you know there's a lot of small players out there. And like I said, at Bet Rivers, you can go out there and make bets for whatever you want. And they have that $250 match deposit. You put $250. There and you have 500 in your account in 10 seconds. So if I have the 500 in my account in 10 seconds and I come to you, Joe, for a best bet, which is brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, uh, I, I know you have one today. So can you once again give it to me? We're looking at Purdue, Rutgers. It's a rematch uh, from their game back in December. So what do you got for me, Joe? What is your best bet? Well, that is it. Uh, we're going with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Um, I had them the other night. They were getting four. They beat Illinois. They beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin, which is never easy to do. Uh, they beat Ohio State, Wisconsin. And not only that, they did beat Purdue earlier in the season, 70-68. to 68. And by the way, Rutgers also has wins over Iowa, Michigan, and Purdue. So this team is under the radar here. And, uh, you know, they're getting 12 points here. And uh, just hope it's I hope the tempo of the game is a low-scoring game tie because Rutgers right now has a number one scoring defense in the Big Ten and if they can keep it low scoring and getting 12 points that's a formula for winning yes low scoring when you have that big spread you want it to be low scoring once you get into a shootout anything can happen that's bets bets brought to you by bet river sportsbook bet with a winner on bet rivers I, I, again I mentioned a little premature it feels a little silly to do it but we got to take a look at the NFL championship future odds Right now, coming in as the favorites are the Buffalo Bills at plus 750, followed by the Chiefs at plus 800. Uh, your defending champion Rams are plus 1100. I find this fascinating. A lot of people just straight disrespecting the Bengals. They're plus 1600. 
Yeah, Bengals, you got to remember, they play in a very tough AFC. Everything had to go well for them, and they closed out the season with eight straight covers, uh, and that's all that matters here. They lost a big game, but they were getting four, and they covered. You have a team like the Dallas Cowboys, a plus 1,400. Uh, you know what's interesting? They have San Francisco as one of the uh, higher favorites up there, plus 1,200, and it's hard to make a bet on the San Francisco You don't know 49ers. who the quarterback is. You're right, because Lance, you don't know, and even if he is there, you don't know what how well he's going to play. It'll be his first full year, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So that one, I I wouldn't make a bet on. Uh, you know, how about a team like the Chargers, a plus 2,000, okay? Or the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, a plus 2,000. Listen, you bet 100 bucks and you get back 2,000. It's it's uh, Nobody expected the Bengals to get to the Super yeah. Bowl before the season started. They were like plus 125. So there was some odds for them just to get to the Super Bowl were high. So anything's possible. You got the no- normal uh, Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs and the defending champion Rams. But uh, Rams had everything had to go well. But they were on the ropes a few times in the playoffs. Packers at plus 1,300. We have no idea who the quarterback is. Can't is make Jordan, a bet on that is one. Is it Jordan Love? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Does he end up Stay away. In, in Denver, Tennessee? What's going to happen there? San Francisco? Uh, does he get traded? So uh, that that's a bet, as uh, Joe just said, I would stay away from just because there are too many question marks. There are not enough answers. Even Devontae Adams, he's not under contract. So uh, that's going to be one that you, you can't bet on right now. Uh, early look at the MLB season odds uh, tomorrow. The expectation is that the CBA negotiations will resume. Not a great week for baseball last week. Uh, they met with the union on Thursday, and it looks like that only lasted 15 minutes. There's a lot of discrepancies as far as what they're arguing about, but we just want our baseball. Can we get base- Can we get Yankees baseball back? Because I got the Yankees winning the World Series. I know you don't love that pick, but uh, if we can get some help at shortstop, at center field, maybe add another pitcher. Yeah, there's a lot of things you need. There's a lot of things you need. Um, Obviously, and- I'm being sarcastic, but the Yankees, the Yankees didn't make any moves because you know the, the, they were locked out. There was a lockdown. So now we can, we got to get the season started. Can we resume so they can sign some free agents and we can get this ball rolling? I think that baseball season will get going. Whether it starts on time, that's another debate. But I think it'll be sooner than later. And, you know, you take a look at the uh, Yankees. You also talk at the Mets at plus 1,200. The Mets remind me a little bit of the Brooklyn Nets, okay? Because you don't know what the status is of DeGrom. You have no idea what you're going to get with him. I mean, if he's healthy, he's 100%. He's the best pitcher in baseball. Yes. But you just don't know what you're going to get with the Mets. So that would be like a risky bet because all season long, every time, oh, DeGrom left in the third inning, tightness in the elbow. And I need to if you're a Met fan, you just sit there and cringe because you don't know what tightness in the elbow means, yeah. whether it's just something on the DL for a week or two or it's beyond that. So some of the future bets here, um, the Dodgers are obviously a plus 600. The Astros are plus 900. I'm sure Mattress Mac will have another big <laughs> bet on the Houston Astros. He made a big bet on them, uh, and they got no, – look at no one expected the Braves to yeah. win it all last year. So future bets are good because you don't have to bet every day, and you get really good value. Um, like if you're a Yankee fan like you are, um, you know, you put up a Hundred bucks, uh, and if the Yankees get all the pieces together, you get back eleven hundred dollars just for a hundred dollar bet, and you can make that bet at BetRivers.com. All right, let's move to hockey. Our New York Rangers are in Ottawa today. You can hear the coverage beginning right here on ninety-eight seven ESPN, beginning at four thirty p.m. That's a five o'clock face-off. The money line is at minus 195. The puck line at minus one and a half is at plus 130. Any leanings uh, for this game, Joe? Uh, yeah, when you take a look at it, eight of ten uh, matchups between the Rangers and Ottawa have gone under the total. Okay, And when you take a look at it here, Ottawa 
uh, isn't that good this year, okay? They're just 18 and 29. 17 overs and 29 unders. And same thing with the Rangers. 17 overs and 31 unders. Five of the last six games that the Rangers have been involved in have gone under the total. And check this out, Ty. 13 of the last 15 games that Ottawa has played have gone under the total. So you know what to do. Go make a bet and play the under in this game. Under six goals. Forget about laying two to one because I'm not going to allow you to do that. <laughs> You're not going to allow me to do two no. to one. It seems too tempting, but Rangers will win, but I'm not laying two to one. I think the safer bet here is to go under, and that's what people, when we talk about totals, you can bet the amount of goals scored in a game. So as long as it's a low-scoring game, um, and 13 of the last 15 Ottawa games have been low-scoring, go under the total. So I think I'm coming up with the parlay. I've got Rutgers plus 12. I've got Rangers Ottawa under. I'm thinking about taking Team LeBron minus five and a half tonight because he's got the be- he's got the better roster. Anything for the uh, Daytona 500? Yeah, the Daytona 500 For the 500 millions of is, listeners out there who are, are going to be fascinated by this one. Yeah, there's going to be 120,000 fans uh, in Daytona. I mean, I'm glad that they're all going to be out there. Nobody talks about Daytona around here, but uh, you got Denny Hamlin at plus 900 here. But Chase Elliott's plus 1,100. That was my pick. Uh, plus 1,100. So, again, you could bet $100 on the Daytona 500 on Chase Elliott, and you would get back 1,100. You have to sit there on the TV screen and watch them go around in circles for hours. Good luck, um, because I'm not going to be doing that. But it's still there's gonna apparently there's a lot of people like Daytona 500. I'm you know I, I'm all for it. And you got the I'd rather watch golf with the Genesis. I can't wait to Anita has what she's going to have to say about the Genesis. She's an avid golf fan, and I love listening to her show when she talks about golf. You just need Tiger Woods back in the mix. I know he spoke last week. He was very frustrated about the you know the lack of progress he's made. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to see him for the match. That's just like the Tiger special. Right, the Masters. The last time he won in 2019 uh, was during that event. So hopefully, hopefully we can get him back on the golf course. This was fun, man. Absolutely, week so much one. action going on. Soccer. We, you know, we, we could have spent an hour just talking about betting terminology. Each week, we're going to come up with a couple of terms for people that are new that want to learn about sports betting. And don't be afraid to ask any question because we're here to help you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Ty D Butler at Joe is Sports, and hit us up on Instagram as well, Ty D Butler Joe is Sports. And we're going to continue to do this show uh, every Sunday morning from eight to nine a.m. And obviously, the phone lines will be open. We'll get more basketball action. Uh, regular season will resume next week. Hopefully we get some baseball. I mentioned that the negotiations are expected to resume tomorrow. Uh, we need some opt- We need some baseball. We, we need some baseball. The Knicks have been a disaster. The Nets, they're struggling right now with all the injuries. Uh, the Rangers are doing well. The Islanders stink. But baseball, Yankees, Mets, a lot of optimism uh, emanating from both of those clubhouses. Absolutely, and um, I'm really I'm optimistic the baseball season will get started sooner than later. I'm um, looking forward to having a great season and uh, making some money for everybody. Well, we're looking forward to continuing to do this. This is The Fine Line with Joe Wiz and Ty Butler. Presented by Bet Rivers, New York's hometown sportsbook.